Hi there. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of Sailing with Charm. I can tell that you are already ahead of the pack. Maybe you have some targets and goals that you are wanting to hit and you're wondering how you can reach them. Maybe you're looking for more financial freedom or the ability to travel a little bit more and you want to be your own boss. Maybe you don't want any of those things. You just want to get better in your career or in your business. And all of those are very good things. Along with my podcast and my blog, you can also look into my community. It is a great source to help you reach these goals. And right now, I have a special. It's $99. And for $99, you will get a one-on-one coaching session with me, plus a free month in my community. So for more information, go on over and check it out at my website, everynayfieldpod.com, or you can also go to the link in the show notes. Enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm Renee Philpot, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Good morning, Earl. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing okay. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Uh, today, I am excited to talk to you about, I love to hear what you think about how you know when to start offering a new offering. So let's say uh, your customers are maybe asking for something different. So how do you evaluate if it's something you're going to offer? And maybe we just decided we start, we want to do something more to serve our customers even better, how do we decide what we're going to offer and that we're going to be changing our offer? Um, well, we, we put some research into it. I mean, we don't just sign up for stuff. I mean, we get people call us every day wanting us to sell something that's going to change your business. And I mean, if you if you listen to that, you'd be offered 400 different things. And, you know, there's some people go into the into this business saying, you know, I want to offer everything, although they make no money from it, may even cost them money. They want to offer everything to their customer. And, you know, I mean, that's something I don't think that we can do. I don't think we can offer everything from, you know, I mean, the, you know, delivering their paper to them to taking their trash out or doing things like that. I mean, and, and I think it's where you got to be careful because you want to be good at what you're doing and you don't want to just be subpar at everything. That's huh, very good. So um, because I'm the sales side, sometimes one of my clients or prospects will ask us if we do something and I will be wanting to close the deal on something else that we're doing and they'll ask about something and I'll think oh yeah we could do that and I'll bring it back to you and you help me evaluate if that's something we can do or if it's something we should stay away from and usually that's how you evaluate if it's something we could do a good job on and it's something that wouldn't be too difficult for us to do and it would still be profitable is that right yes usually yes and no and um, so when you're the sales and i'm the service do you want to just say yeah 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 we can do this for here and that's what you have to be careful with because you'll get yourself into trouble like i was saying that you've got to be you know good at what you're doing and just you know last minute the customer says hey can you do this right here and it may be some piece of machinery that you don't even offer in our industry you know or whatever you do 
um, you got to really look at that. Does that go along with what you want, what you want to do? Um, do you have somebody trained on that? If it is a piece of equipment or whatever, or a service even, do you have somebody trained on that? You know, how's it going to work out? And when you look at it, sometimes you just want to take care of them. Just like that, when you have to be careful, you end up losing the customer because you can't take care of them the way they need to be taken care of. Mm, that's really good. So what I do think has always worked really well for our business, because this is our 19th anniversary. We've been in business for 19 years, this month. Um, but I feel like what has made us successful that's helped us through this is, for one, you're a voice of reason. If somebody comes up wanting something and I'm starting to figure, trying to figure out how we can do it. Um, but for the second thing is, I think both of us are really good at seeing what it is that our customers need right now that we can do and do with excellence over and over again, continue to deliver good results and it also be somewhat profitable for us. So for me, when I'm evaluating if we should change what we're offering or add something to a product line, I really take a look at what our customers are doing and how we can help in that. So what is it that they're needing? What kinds of problems are they facing on a daily basis? And how can we make that better for them? So for 19 years, that's been a successful formula for figuring out what we should add or if we should change how we package their offerings. Like you said, what gets me into trouble, and I think a lot of people who are in business for themselves or on the sales side of a business, is they go and they... You know, because that's when you're really good at sales, you go and you kind of watch and listen, what is my customer looking for? And you try to find a way to say, yes, we can do that. But that is the reason it works so well for me and you uh, to be in business together, because I can come back and talk to you about that. And I always say, you help me find the holes in the plan. So if water is going to leak, you show me where it's going to come out or what kind of problem we might have. And I think that's the reason we work really well together. I think I'm really good at seeing possibilities sometimes. You're good at finding where that might be a problem. And sometimes it works out for the good because you will tell me this would happen and I have to go solve that problem before we can start offering it. So it's worked out really well, but usually it takes a little longer to start offering something new than you would think. So... Uh, it takes some research and figuring out how you're going to do it well, you know, who's going to be your vendors and all of that. So it takes some time. Another area that sometimes can get any business uh, into a predicament is when you see your competitor has started offering something. So in this case, it may be that you've seen it offered to your potential client and you think it means something to them, but you're not really asking more questions. You instead are focused on your competitor and what they're offering and trying to figure out how you can do that too. And again, that's that's one area that I have to come back to you and kind of talk it out with you to see really what is the benefit to the client and is it something that they're really going to use. If I do that, a lot of times I find out whatever my competitor has said they're offering, it's not really important. To my, to my prospects or to my clients. And when I take the time to say, okay, tell me what you see that that's going to do for you. And when they explain it, it can be something we already offer. 
For example, copiers come with a lot of programming that we don't use on a day-to-day -day basis, but it makes it possible and free for them to just add these different things. For example, if they want to rack how many pages are uh, printed on a machine, how many scans going through, all of that is available on the machine. But in the past, I've had competitors who wanted to sell something separate to help them track that or figure that out, you know, to, to maintain um, what were volumes on their equipment, whatever it may be. But through, you know, good questions, sometimes you find out it's something you already offer or it's something really easy for you to do or it's something not even important to the prospect. Right, exactly. A lot of times that's what when you start really digging deeper, it's just something you know, kind of like I like to say all the time is the the, the foo foo product. People come in. I mean, we were at a, a school bid, this has been several years ago. And you know, I was one of the only service people there. Um, the customer was there, they were you know, paid five or six of them, and they were, gosh, ten or twelve of our competitors in this room. And it was almost funny. I mean, as a service guy sitting back and listening to all these people talk like yet. Um, it was almost um, just crazy on how they, you know, they, how they looked at stuff like that. And they kept saying, well, mine to do this. And another one said, well, mine does this, well, mine does that. And, and man, you can tell the, the customer was getting just overwhelmed. And that's when I finally just interrupted. And I said, I think we can all agree that all of our copiers do basically the same thing. You know, some may do them a little bit better and a little easier than the others. And some may be, you know, do, do things not quite as simple. But I think we can agree here before we go on for three hours here what everybody's copier is going to do when we're, we're they're all do that same thing. And so I think it's back to the customer. You can tell the customer was a little bit more relieved when I kind of stepped in because you can tell they were getting really overwhelmed. And when that's not what it's about, it's not overwhelming the customer because they're not going to make a really good decision. They're going to end up something they're not happy with and really not doing what they want to do. So that's back to talking to them and saying, okay, Tell me your outcome here. Because I said, you know, when you're saying this, you know, what exactly you want to get out of that? And, and it really quickly is like, well, this is kind of what we want. And you tell everybody kind of starts writing down because they're like, okay, it was nothing what they're all trying to sell them. They was, but it's like, just like you wanted something simple, like you said earlier. And I, I think it's a big thing, it's like that. You know, I, you know, on video this morning, it's like that. You know, it's something, you know, being focused in your, your, for your goals, but also being focused in, in business. Um, what happens, I, like I, we say all the time, you know, I get, you know, minimum pay four or five calls a day. You know, we could, you should add this to your business. You could add this to your business. You could do this. You could do that. And I ask them, you know, what's the you know, ROI for that? You know, what, you know, what's it, what's it going to benefit me? Well, it's an add-ons like, yeah, then, you know, I had one guy finally just straight up one day. I said, well, what's the ROI if I buy this? How's it going to help me get there? Well, you're looking at the ROI about five years. I'm like, good Lord. You know, so I'm going to have to wait five years before I can start making money on this. And, and I just didn't see it being a big benefit. I didn't see it being, you know, and over the years, you know, we easily get caught up in that sometimes. And when the competitors all of a sudden he starts offering something, and we look at, oh, gosh, we got to start doing this right here. They're going to take all of our customers. Well, we start trying to mess with it. And what I ended up doing, ended up costing us customers because we were trying to do something we weren't familiar with, something that, that really wouldn't benefit nobody, but probably maybe 2% of our whole business. I mean, it was really maybe 2%. It's probably more like 1% of our business. And we really didn't want to get into that. And so it took us a little time there and kind of aggravation, but we kind of backed off and said, okay, let's quit doing offering this. We're, we're really not 
don't want to do this. We don't like it. My technicians don't like working on it. The salespeople don't like selling it. And we've got, you know, these three customers in our whole customer base that are using it. And that's it. And they're not even using it correctly. And um, so I think that's where you got to look at is your offerings. Um, when you set back, um, this is good to do, especially this time of year. Um, you know, like you know, you're doing the vision boards and, and things like that. This is a great time to be sitting there doing your vision board personally, but doing your vision board for your business. You need to say, okay, you know, this is what I'm offering right now. You know, maybe something you want to offer for next year. Okay, put that on your vision board, and but you need to know what that's going to look like. Don't just start offering it and without knowing what it's going to look like because there's a lot more detail into that. I don't care if you're setting up events for somebody um, and you say, you know, I really like to get in setting events in bigger arenas, for example. Well, there's a lot more that comes along with that. You've got to fill that arena, but also the cost of getting that arena and things like that's going to be more. So to me, it's things you got to look at. And it's just like trying new things. And we kind of, you know, I know, you know, I joke about a lot of times kind of reference back to running because that's something I do a lot of. And you don't want to come into something where you're doing, for example, a hundred mile race and you come into an A station 50 miles into it. And somebody says, well, try this new jail. This is really good. It really, everybody's been bragging on this. This is. You don't want to eat that right then because your race could be over at that point because if your stomach starts, I mean, everything fall apart in a matter of minutes. You got to stick to what you know, stay focused on the goal and stay focused on what you've been working on for six months building up to that point. And the same thing in business. We didn't become an overnight success, you know, like the the the, the soccer player, and I keep making his name right off the top of my head. But you know, he said I came, a, I became an overnight success eight years, you know, later. And and it's kind of funny because that's the way I feel a lot of times. People look at it us like, you know, well, you know, their business is sure. No, we didn't start. We started for, with nothing. We started very small. We started really slow, and we built slow over the years. You know, we grew big numbers each year but we was did, didn't jump just millions and that's something i think you got to watch out for because it's easy to get caught up in the rat race and then you're not offering everything and so i think it's some things you really need to look at yeah i agree so uh we started the conversation out knowing when you needed to mm -hmm. change your offerings or maybe add something to your offering so i want to leave you with this thought sometimes you need to reduce your offering mm -hmm. Just like you suggested. I mean, if you look at my sales process, one of the things that I suggest is that you narrow your product offerings. And it's really easy to get caught up and want to add things. But one of the most successful practices in our own business is to take a look at what we're doing. What are our customers really loving and using? What is profitable? What can we do really well with success over and over again? And it will leave you, like like you said, in the past, there's been a few things that we said, you know, we've been trying this and it, it's not really worth it. So for the new year as it's coming up, consider, is there any, when you look at your business, what's working really well? Can you do more of that if you took away some of your other offerings? So that's my thought. I'm going to leave you with today on whether you should expand your services or change your offerings. Also, back to the point about vision boards. Sometimes we feel like a vision board is not necessary. We already know what we want. My vision board process is just a little bit different. It will help you understand your why behind what, you, what it is you're wanting 
and it is it is just the beginning of goal setting. It is more than a vision board. It combines a vision board, goal setting, all of the things that will help you have a better 2022. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. And I think it's what you got to look at because if you don't sit down with your group or even yourself and ever who you're working with, and you put that whatever you're wanting to add on the table and look, say, how's this going to benefit my customer? How's this going to benefit my business? And how's this going to benefit me? And if you can't answer all three of them, it's probably not a product you need to be offering. Very good. All right. Well, thanks for being with me again this morning. Sounds great. And uh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. 19 big years. What about that? So uh, have a great week. Have a blessed one.